Hello, welcome back to The Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCrary, and today I want to talk about Jamari Smith. He's a freshman from Auburn. He's in the 2022 NBA Draft, a projected top three pick in this year's draft. He's a very good prospect. And I want to talk about him because a few, probably like a week or two ago, I made a video about him that um, you can see on my YouTube channel at, at The Wire. You can see on my on my TikTok page, the.wire.sports. I made a video about why, I, why I'm lower on him than the consensus. And in that video, I talked a lot about his offensive profile, his defensive profile, why I didn't like his defense as much as everybody else. Um, and some things in that video, I still agree with. I agree with, one thing I, I talked about in that video is that I didn't like his shot selection. And I didn't think that he was a great shot creator. Like, he's an elite shooter. I talked about that. Like, he is one of the best shooters um, in the draft. Like, probably the best shooter in the draft. One of the best shooters we've seen in the last two drafts. Um, he's a tremendous shooter. However, he doesn't have a great handle. He's not a great athlete. He doesn't get to the rim a ton. He's not a good two-point scorer. I think he's going to be a great three-point shooter, and I think that'll translate, but I don't think he's a great scorer, and I don't think he'll be a great scorer at the next level um, because he doesn't get to the rim easily. He's not a great athlete, and he takes a ton of tough shots, and I still agree with that. However, in that video, I talked about his defense a lot, and I said that his defensive metrics were just not super impressive. Um, and it were a little bit underwhelming to me, considering everyone talks about how he has elite defensive versatility, um, and how he's going to be a really strong defender in, at the next level. And I said, you know, I just don't agree with that assessment. I don't think he'll be a bad defender, uh, but I don't think he'll be a great one. And I've changed my mind a little bit. So when I made that video, I had a database, um, a, stat, a, a statistical, a statistical database for the 2022 NBA draft in Excel, um, and I was basing my opinions from that video on the stats that I had in that database. And I don't think that the stats from that database are bad um, or necessarily wrong. But I made some changes. I made a new database in Google Sheets. And I included this year's draft class and last year's draft class. I had already had a bunch of data from last year's draft class. So it, it was a very easy... Um, it, it was easy to put that, put last year's draft class into this database. Um, and I, I thought that would be really cool. So now we have a data, I have a database with like 150 players from this year's class and last year's class put together. Um, and along with that, I also made some changes to my skill estimates. Um, if you listen to my podcast where I broke down this year's uh, class um, from a statistical standpoint, I talked about the skill estimates I have, and and these are just metrics that I've come up with to measure different skill sets. Like I have a size metric that just takes into account like height, weight, and wingspan. I have load, which takes into account usage rate and minutes played per game. I have a scoring metric, which uses scoring rate, which is points per 40 minutes, and some shooting percentage. I've got passing, which is like assist rate, and then assist rate to turnover rate ratio. Um, and then I have like creation, which looks at scoring combined with passing. Uh, but it also leans a little bit more passing. So it, it tries to show you 
who are um, which players can um, create for others as a result of their scoring. Kind of a little bit of like a gravity metric, a little bit. Um, then I got like a, a, a shooting metric, which is just basically like a three-point shooting projection metric, which uses like three-point makes per 40 minutes and free throw percentage. I have a rim finishing metric. Um, I have a metric called O decisions, which is basically um, offensive decision making, which uses just um, assist rate divided by turnover rate. Then I have like perimeter defense, which uses like steal rate. Um, wingspan, and steals, uh, steals to fouls ratio, um, and I think that's a, a good way to look at this stuff, um, and a, a big reason why my thoughts have changed about Jabari Smith is because of the changes I made to my skill estimates, um, like perimeter defense, my formula now is different than it was when I made my Jabari Smith video, now my perimeter defense metric includes steal to foul ratio and it didn't before um and also the stats that i'm using for this database are based off career stats rather than stats from their final season and this in the reason i did that is because um i, I was either going to do this where i used players career stats or i was going to use their final season stats and age adjust it well i could have done the age adjusting myself um but I think it would have been it wouldn't have been super accurate and it, it would have been better for me to just use career stats because when you use like when you're looking at like college prospects and you use a multiple years of data, um, you're kind of gonna age adjust it automatically there. But just because like players, you know, you get better over time in college. Like if you play three years in college and you put up big numbers your final season, it's like cool but yeah like that was expected you played three years in college like it was expected for you to make a, a, a massive improvement throughout your collegiate career and so i wanted to adjust for that so some guys had like huge final seasons um their stats might, might look a bit worse in my database just because i'm using their career stats rather than just their stats from their final season um, I think this helps out some younger guys. Um, like young, not every freshman is going to be good right away in college basketball. Um, but all freshmen or all young players who weren't good um, in whatever league they played in are automatically going to be bad at the next level. And I think doing it this way kind of adjusts for that. Um, and so I like I like the way my database is laid out now. And the way it's laid out now makes Jamari Smith look a lot better. So right now I'm looking at Jamari Smith's uh, stati statistical profile um, as it relates to all positions, like players from all positions for this year's class and last year's class. He ranks 88th percentile in age, um, so he's a very young prospect. He ranks um, 62nd percentile in size. That changes when you look at when you look at his uh, his st uh, his profile. Um, relative to like other big man, big men, and I'm gonna pull that up right now. So he is um, 24th percentile in size for a big, and that'll change depending on depending on what position you have him at. Uh, for my database, I just have players. I have players separated into guards, wings, and bigs, 
and that depends on where ESPN had them on their big board. So if you're a point guard and a shooting guard, you're in guards. If you're a small forward, you're in the wings. If you're a if you're a power forward and a center, you're in bigs. You can change that if you want. I think I did. I switched some players' positions from last year's class when I did the data. Um, like Kay Cunningham is listed as a wing in my database. And, like, Michonne Highland was listed as a shooting guard, according to ESPN. Or, you know, he was listed as, like, a point guard. I think I had him listed as a shooting guard in my database. I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, so Jamari Smith, 62nd percentile in size among all positions. 85th percentile in my load metric. 93rd percentile in my scoring metric. The fact that he's 85th percentile in load and 93rd percentile in scoring is tremendous. Like, doing that at that young of an age... Is really impressive. He's not a great passer. He ranks in the 56th percentile in my passing metric. Um, despite ranking a little bit lower in my passing metric, he ranks fairly well in my in my creation metric. He ranks 71st percentile in my creation metric, and that's just because his he was such a good scorer at Auburn last season. Like the fact that he ranks 93rd percentile in my scoring metric kind of carries his creation um, a little bit. Then he is um, 97th percentile in my shooting metric, um, which is tremendous. He is any any elite shooter, no matter the position. I wonder, let me look and see where he's at for big man. He ranks 98th percentile in my shooting metric among bigs. Then um, he ranks 60th percentile uh, in my rim finishing metric. Um, my rim finishing metric isn't perfect. I don't think it's bad, um, but it's not the perfect way to measure rim finishing. But that's also why I call these metrics like estimates. They're not perfect, um, and I don't claim that they are. Um, but I, I, I think this is good. Like him ranking 60th percentile in my rim finishing metric, I think this shows that he's not the best rim finisher. Uh, he does rank 94th percentile in my finishing metric. Now you might be wondering like, you have a rim finishing metric. What is your finishing metric? Well, finishing metric, my finishing metric measures how well players, um, like how, how well players do or how good players are at finishing plays, whether that be at the rim or from the three-point line. If you rank high in my, in my finishing metric, it just says, hey, this is a guy that might be able to play off the ball at the next level. They might be able to be successful in that kind of role. Um, and because Jamari Smith is such a good three-point shooter, and because he is a solid rim finisher, he ranks in the 94th percentile in my finishing metric because he's okay at finishing at the rim, but he is elite at shooting uh, shooting threes. So that's what my finishing metric is. He ranks uh, 77th percentile in my offensive decision-making metric. Um, he rank- And then now we're getting to the part um, to the two metrics that really changed my mind about Jabari Smith as a prospect. Um, he ranks 80th percentile among all positions in my perimeter defense metric. In my others database, before I made all these changes to this to the stats and stuff, um, he ranked in the let me look. He in this just this data that I'm looking at now. Um, this is this only includes the 2022 uh, class, and this is for all positions. And this is this all this data included in this database is from the player's final season. So um, looking at this, um, this is for all positions. Jamari Smith 
for the 2022 class for this database ranked in the 54th percentile in my perimeter defense metric. That's very low. And now let's look at it for, for bigs. Um, among bigs in this database, he ranked... Let me move over here. He ranked in the 61st percentile in my perimeter defense metric. That's a lot different than this database. And I don't know if, um, you know, obviously making all the stats, um, career stats, instead of just their, their stats from their final season, change things a little bit. Um, but I also wonder if adding the steal to foul ratio changed things a bit because he does rank high in that for a big. Um, but the fact that he ranks 80th percentile in perimeter defense for this database is impressive. And I trust this database a lot more than I trust that other database because there's just a lot more data here. Um, and I think now, like, there's some adjustments being made when I use, like, the career stats. I think that kind of adjusts for age and experience on its own. Um, and that's really good. So I trust this data alone. Um, the fact that, that Jabari Smith ranks in the 80th percentile in, perimeter in my perimeter defense metric here is impressive. And now I'm like, okay, like, I trust this data a lot more, so now I'm kind of getting why people like his defense so much. And you look, he, he ranks in the 76th percentile in my rim protection metric. That's awesome. Um, that's really good as well, especially considering his size. Like, he's a little bit small for a big in terms of his weight. Like, he's 6'10", but he's like 210 pounds, um, so that's good. He's a versatile defender uh, right here, according to this data. Um, and his perimeter defense is pretty good um, for um, among all positions. Like, no matter the position, his perimeter defense is pretty good, according to this data. So, um, looking at this data here, like, I I'm much more, I'm way more higher on his defense now than I was previously. I still don't think he has, like, superstar upside because I don't think he's that good offensively. Like, he's a great shooter. He can score the ball. But his scoring repertoire is just, it's not great. He's really one-dimensional offensively. He's a good shooter, but he doesn't create, he's not a super good creator off the dribble for himself. Um, so I'm a little bit lower on his offense. But now I'm a lot higher on his defense. I don't think he'll be an elite defender at the next level, but I think he's going to be a fine defender. Probably really good. Um, and, and my thoughts on his defense have changed a lot um, as I made this database. And that's the main reason why I wanted to make this podcast, to talk about his defense, because um, I, I, my mind has changed on his defense now. Um, I'm higher on it now. I don't think I was really wrong about his defense previously. I just think the data I'm looking at now is more reliable than the data I was looking at before. Um, and this, this data just... The data I'm looking at now takes into account that he was like 19 years old when he put up the production he did in college. And it's saying, hey, like, his production at this age is really, really good for the last two classes. And I like that. Uh, let's go ahead and run through the rest of his profile. Um, he ranks in the 78th percentile in my, in my defensive decision-making um, uh, metric. And that just looks at you know, steals and blocks combined, um, which is stocks. So stocks to foul ratio, just basically measuring his ability to rack up stocks and limit fouls while doing that. So that's real. That's that's solid. Um, 
He ranks in the 36th percentile in my offensive rebounding metric. He ranks in the 93rd percentile in my defensive rebounding metric. And he ranks in the 74th percentile in my total rebounding metric. Um, and th- those metrics all look at rebounding rate. So like um, total rebounding looks at total rebound rate um, and height. Um, just to look at guys who are tall and productive rebounders in college. Um, and then his strength of schedule was in the 39th percentile. And his impact, which for this, I use win shares per 40 minutes. I would love to use BPM or box plus minus for this, but not every prospect has um, a box plus minus because that's only calculated for NCAA prospects, um, like international prospects or guys who have played in the G League. They don't have a box plus minus calculated for them. Um, and so, uh, but they do have win shares per 40 minutes. Um, or those were like easily cal- like you can easily calculate that because every prospect has at least win shares calculated for them. Um, so you can do the math there. And so uh, Jabari Smith ranks in the 94th percentile in my impact metric, which is really good. So like he's impactful at a young age. Like he was a really good scorer in college. He's an elite shooter, um, a, a plus defender and a versatile defender at that. He can protect the rim a little bit and he, he can defend along the perimeter. Um, he's an okay rebounder. Um, but yeah, like he's an elite shooter. He's and like his shooting ability at that size is insane. Um, he carried a a, a pretty good load at, at Auburn as a freshman. He's young. Um, his size is not great for a big, but I'm not too worried about it because he's gonna play more of like a wing, uh, stretch four at the next level. So I'm not too worried about it. The fact that he has um, above average size um, for all positions is good for me. Um, but I love the fact that he was, he's a great shooter. He can defend. Um, he's going to be a great, he's a, he's an elite three and D prospect. Um, and he can rebound a little bit and he was impactful at a young age. So that's good for me. Like he's a strong prospect. Um, probably going to end up being top three for me. Like I am definitely, um, in on him as like a top four guy now, um, easily like, I think that a guy like Shane Sharp may have more upside, but because I th- I think I think Shane Sharp could be a star at the next level, and I think his chances of being a star are a little bit higher than Jamari Smith's because of his ability to get to the rim, because uh, of his size, um, because of his athleticism, because of his shot making ability, his ability to create space off the dribble. But Jamari Smith just has a much lower floor because we at, we've at least seen him play in the last year, and we saw him play against decent competition. I mean, he didn't play like he played. He wasn't playing high school, high school level competition like Shane Sharp was. He was playing against uh, college athletes, and so what he did against college in college at a young age, and his skill set will translate smoothly to the next level. His defense is good. He's a versatile defender and elite shooter, and he was impactful at a young age. And because of that, I think he's probably a top three prospect in the class. I don't think I would have had that opinion um, if you would have asked me, you know, how, how I thought or what I thought of Jabari Smith like a week ago or, or two weeks ago. But through this process, my mind has changed. And I just wanted to come onto the podcast and talk about this because I don't want people to look at that video and think, wow, I'm low on Jabari Smith. Um, and I, I, I actually don't know what I'm talking about, um, because my mind has changed and I'm willing to change my mind. And I think, 
my thoughts on Jamari Smith now are more accurate than they were like and when I made that video. But yeah, so those are my thoughts on Jamari Smith. Um, my thoughts on his defense have changed a, a bit. I still do have some of those same concerns about his offensive profile that I did when I made my video on him um, a, a week or two ago. But my mind has changed on his defense, and I think he is a very good prospect. Um, with a high four, who is probably a top three prospect in this year's draft, he's a stud. Jamari Smith is very good. I do have some questions about his upside uh, due to his uh, ability ability to create for himself and to create for others at the next level. I don't know what that looks like in the NBA. But he's a really good defender. He's an elite three-point shooter at 6'10", which is crazy. Um, and there's just a lot of indicators that he'll be good at the next level. But that's all I have for y'all today. I hope y'all enjoyed that. If you want to see more content from me, you can check out my YouTube channel at The Wire. You can also check out my TikTok page at the.wire.sports. Um, you can check out this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, and you can also check out my website at thewiresports.com. We have this all I have for y'all today. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and I will see y'all next time. Peace.